So you're one of the best specialist medical accountants in the country. Alongside colleagues, you built up one of the leading specialist firms in the country and then got acquired by one of the biggest firms in the world. You've been at the forefront of specialist medical accounting for years and a board member of ASMA. And your next career move is to join Medics Money. The Medics Money podcast helps doctors, dentists and other professionals make better financial decisions. Hosted by myself, Dr. Tommy Perkins, a GP. And by me, Dr. Ed Cantelow, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and chartered tax advisor. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute any form of advice and tax allowances and rates are subject to change. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome to today's podcast and to welcome to Medics Money formally, Mr. Andy Powell. Hi, Andy. Hi, Tommy. How are you? I am great because I'm so excited that you're joining us. It's all official now. It's really exciting. I gave you a pretty strong intro there, but it's all true. But so let's just start with why, after such an illustrious career that I just outlined, why are you joining Medics Money? So, yeah, I've been advising doctors now for getting on for 28 years, as some of my former clients have told me. And I've, you know, achieved quite a lot. We've grown our firm to a, a very good level. Our team that we've taken with us on the journey are ready to move the firm onwards. And I just fancy at this point in time, a move into a different area of what I've currently been doing. I've loved what Medics Money have been doing. I've you know been involved with you on various podcasts and various training things. And some of the ideas that you know perhaps we'll talk about later in, in this podcast that Medics Money are going to plan for the future are really exciting. So I think it's just a great time to sort of continue my career, but moving it slightly towards educating doctors in how to look after their finances and other medics. Yeah, and it's just the right time to do it. We're obviously absolutely delighted to have someone of your experience joining us. You know, we're already made some amazing progress in the short time that you've been with us. And you said much more is coming. I do want to talk about what's coming because it's going to, improve the finances of all of our podcast listeners and hopefully all doctors and dentists and nurses a bit of a spoiler what's coming there but this is like quite a big career move for someone of your stature I mean were your colleagues surprised at all what was the reaction when you told them that you're giving up all of that and joining medics money well they're surprised well of course they're surprised they were surprised because I've worked with some of them for such a long period of time equally though they probably weren't surprised. I've always been interested in growing businesses. I've always been interested in, you know, educating doctors and giving doctors the confidence to deal with their finances and again, other medical practitioners as well. So they weren't really surprised I was moving in that direction. And in fact, many of them have said it's the right thing for me to do at the right time because I just needed that extra spark. So yeah, a mixture of both, really. But I'm going to miss a lot of the stuff I did before. But, you know, anything in life, we move on and try new things, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. And we're, as I said, really excited about having some of your capabilities on board. It's going to allow us to do much, much more. I don't know if we should talk a bit about our plans for the future now. Would this be a good time? Because there's lots of things coming up. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things I was surprised when talking to you and Ed is really about all the projects you've been working on in the background and all the potential things we can do in the future you know so uh, you know yeah great so let's tell the audience about it Tommy what have we got coming up ahead 
Yeah, I think like in the past, we've always like made something in the background, not said anything about it, got it really good and then launched it. And we're definitely still doing that, but we've been working on so much. So in no particular order, I mean, basically Medic's Money is, as a, as I said, empowering doctors to make better financial decisions. And as you know, you know the story of, you know, how me and Ed came to start this thing and realized that doctors definitely needed help. So one thing that we've realized is that it is not just doctors that need help with their finances. Okay, so dentist money is coming really soon. Just had a massive meeting about that this morning, which you managed to duck out of. That was a wise move. So dentist money is coming soon. So medics money is for doctors. Dentist money is going to be for dentists, obviously. And that's really exciting, not only for us, but for you as well to have your expertise on that. Another thing that we're working on is students money. Okay, so I think Medics Money does a good job of catering for doctors, but medical students are, you know, are really the, have the most to gain from improving their finances because they've got the longest track ahead of them. And I think with everything that's going on at the moment, you know, with pay, morale, working conditions in the NHS, I can't imagine how difficult it is to be a medical student right now. But at the end of the day, even after however 15 years I've been a doctor, you know, we get paid as doctors to help people and make them better. I still think that's the best job in the world. I still love being a doctor. I cannot wait to get back to being a doctor once this hand is hopefully cured. But students have it tough. So students' money is coming soon. It's going to be a separate podcast of its own, separate from the Medics Money podcast. It's going to be a whole separate section of the website, and it's going to be focused on students. You know, student loans makes pensions look relatively straightforward, but student loans are so complicated. Going to be covering that. Simple things about, you know, budgeting and everything and just preparing the medical students who are the doctors of tomorrow for financial life when they become doctors. So I'm really excited about students' money. Got a whole new team working on that as well. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Something that I sprung on you the other day, which we've been working on in the background, nurses' money. Okay, nurses, paramedics, physios, they have very similar issues to doctors. So we already have our nurses tax rebate guide ready and out there. I just checked, we've, well, I only mentioned it on a podcast. We've already got over 100 downloads. So it's at medicsmoney.co.uk forward slash nurses at the moment, but it will be on its own thing. So nurses money is coming. And then I guess like saving the biggest bit until last, one thing that I think, or several things we do well on medics money and a few that we could do better. So I think we do well to educate people to help themselves. And if you can do something yourself using our free guides, that's great. And if you do need to find a specialist advisor, uh, I think we do great at maintaining an expert, you know, a network of only the very best. And Andy knows how selective we are with those advisors because we were talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, what's our criteria? Well, we've got a lot of criteria, but essentially the criteria is and has always been would me or Ed use this advisor who's asking to join Medics Money yourself? And as you know, me and Ed are quite fussy. So I think we do well there, but there's this sort of like middle ground, which is sometimes called the advice gap, where maybe someone doesn't need the help of someone like Andy, like a specialist medical accountant, but they're not quite capable of doing it on their own. And that's where I think our courses are going to really help. So you mentioned we'd been working together on a GP course. So our GP partnership course is on its sixth cohort now. And actually, I should insert a quick ad here because the sixth cohort is starting in September. So go to medicsmoney.co.uk forward slash GP course. But what that does is kind of fill the advice gap in that 
it helps GPs to learn how to run their own business. And so I think filling the advice gap is going to be a large part of what our courses do. And we've got many more courses, not just for GPs. Are you going to tell them about what other courses we've got coming up? Yeah, so we are looking at firstly designing a course at the moment. In fact, we're quite advanced on our course for people coming through GP training. So they haven't reached the fully qualified stage yet, but it's assisting them with getting to that and covering all those issues. But that's quite a wide course as well, because that, you know, I was looking at that course again this morning and actually I felt it's really relevant to anyone in general practice because it's just a useful refresher of some of the financial issues in terms of where you get your income from, where your expenses go, tax, pension, just basics, you know, some of those basic things about understanding what tax you pay are in that course. So that's coming along quite quickly. Hopefully in the autumn, we'll also be looking at consultants. So if there are any consultants out there who've got any great ideas about what they'd like to have on a course, do drop us a line and we, you know, we can consider that. But, you know, again, we'll be certainly looking at different levels of consultants and perhaps having a, you know, a mixture of courses, those from just really interested in the basic stuff. So those who are perhaps interested in some more complicated, you know, private practice consultancy type of issues. So that's coming as well. Hopefully in the autumn, we're, you know, in, we got last year, Medics Money had its first live event, which I was you know, privileged to attend and speak at for GPs. But we are looking to run another one of those in November in London, but also getting together those advisors on a separate day as well, just so that we can have the advisors in one place. They can talk about current issues, share experiences, and listen to a range of some really good speakers that we hope to put on. So, you know, th those are some exciting things this year. To be honest, I've always been blown away by the number of ideas you've got. I think my biggest problem, I think, will be managing you and Ed to keep those ideas down to a manageable level. I suspect I won't do it successfully, but we'll try our best. But yeah, again, you know, you asked me about one, one of the things I like about Medics Money was, you know, you go back to the start of this, you talked about the downloadable guide for nurses. You know, certainly we, you know, for doctors, the one you did was brilliant. And actually, as, you know, as an advisor, and I know other advisors are the same. A lot of us said, look, you know, this is the simple stuff that actually people should be able to educate themselves in. And we always pointed our potential clients to that guide to get their tax code sorted out. So I think, you know, particularly for nurses, I think that's going to be a fantastic tool. You know, it's free, doesn't cost anything. And just anything that's going to help at the moment with just giving a few more pounds in your pocket is a brilliant idea. Yeah, definitely. And I think like alongside all our courses that we have at the moment, we have a community and I've been blown away by that online community. We have over 400 people now in an online community, all just working together, helping each other, sharing ideas. So I really love that aspect. And yeah, you're right. So we're doing a live event, our second live event. The first one went amazing. And this time we're broadening it out and getting not just uh, doctors for one day. So one day's doctors, second day advisors. And this is just all about getting the best in the business who are on Medics Money all in one room, just sharing ideas. And the aim of that is so that we can help you, doctors, listeners to this podcast, dentists as well, nurses, better. So if we can all get the advisors to all work together and share ideas, then we can help doctors and dentists and nurses much, much better. And I think that's something that I've been blown away by with Medics Money because in theory, you know, all the accountants and IFAs on Medics Money are all sort of rival businesses. But I've been blown away by how everyone just works together, shares ideas and pushes the whole thing forward, even though you're supposed to be rivals. But like I always say to you when somebody says that to me, the rivals here is 
incorrect, non-specialist advice, okay, and everyone else is on the same team, and that's really good. And I guess that could lead us in to talking a little bit about, you know, some doctors say to me, well, do I really need a specialist advisor? Do you want to pick that one up? Yeah, it's something we're quite frequently asked about. And it's something, you know, as you said in the intro, I've been on the board of ASBA now for a number of years. And ASBA is a national network of accountants who specialize in, you know, medical work. Exactly the same as what we just talked about there. It's a great network because people do share and exchange ideas. You know, if you come across something that actually you just want a second opinion on, it's useful sometimes to go out to someone in another part of the country just to find out what their views are, what's happened down there. Because you know, accountants and IFAs to a certain extent just cover geographical regions, so they won't see the whole country. Yeah, I've been a specialist accountant, so I will always say specialists are the right place to go. I guess I always like to, you know, a sort of comparison is perhaps, you know, your car. You know, when you need your car fixing, sometimes you can just take it to any old person to fix it. But if you've got a specialist problem, then you probably want to take it to a garage that knows your make of car and knows what you're doing because it'll have the right equipment, the right tools, the right knowledge to fix it. There's no difference with, you know, people advising on your finances. You need them to understand the whole bit about your pension. You need them to understand your business. You need to understand your employment status. You don't need to have to explain that to people. They should be going straight on to the advisory stuff. And also specialists, because they are dealing with this day in, day out, then to them, you know, what might be a difficult question to you isn't going to be a necessarily difficult question to them. Hopefully they'll have seen your problem with previously. Hopefully they will know where the answer is. Can't guarantee it because, you know, time to time you always get things that come out of the blue that you honestly haven't seen before. But again, that goes back to having a great network of people because that's when you can reach out to the network and deal with it. You know, non-specialist firms have their place, but, I, you know, certainly you know, a lot of firms, you know, even the big firms, you know, so if you take a small accounting firm now, there's not too many generalists out there. A lot will actually deal with certain types of business. You know, it may be small trading companies, it may be medics, it may be lawyers, it may be, you know, any other kind of business, but they will specialise in some form. But even in the big firms like the one I've come from, you know, within that, they have specialists that deal with certain professions and they won't necessarily do work in everything. So, you know, it's fairly common to have specialists out there. So, yeah, I would always use a specialist. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, you know, when we built Medics Money, we could have just allowed any accountant onto the platform but we didn't do that because we noticed that non-specialists were more likely to make mistakes. And that's not necessarily a reflection on them. It's more a reflection of how complex medical accounting and medical finances have got. And I think the network that we've built has proven itself over time to just be an amazing network of advisors. And obviously, you were once part of that network, but now you've jumped ship and joined Medics Money proper, which is amazing for us. Would it be worth just briefly covering the big issues that doctors face financially and how advice can help? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do feel sorry for doctors of all forms at the moment. You seem to be the political football, both between the current government and actually the Labour Party as well and some of their proposals. So health is clearly going to be a big political issue over the next few years. You know, if you look at the current issues, and this doesn't extend just to doctors, the pay restoration issue is a big one. You know, doctors' pay has fallen behind in terms of inflation. 
you know, fairly well advertised in the press, really, about all the industrial disputes that are ongoing at the moment. But dealing with that's quite quite an important issue. But again, ensuring that people have the tools available to make the correct decisions, because again, we, you know, it's not just looking necessarily at the salary package. You've got to look at your pension package and understand that in, in total. That's a big issue in general practice. General practice is, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know what's going to happen in general practice in the next couple of years at the moment. It's still going to be fine, don't worry. Area. It's yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I've been asked this before, you know. And this is where being an older person who's been around for 28 years is quite useful. You know, I started my career pre the current contract. And I can tell you, it was a fairly grim time back end of the 1990s into the early 2000s for GPs. And we had this exact same situation that we've got now of, you know, we're all going to become salaried and, you know, it's it, people were leaving the profession and locoming, et cetera. May not be as a Similarly, you know, the problem now is actually demands different, completely different for patient issues than it was perhaps back then. So it's not exactly the same. But we went through that process and then the new contract came out, self-corrected things and things did start to improve. So you would hope that whichever government it takes its place post the next election are going to start to address some of these issues properly rather than at the moment it just seems to be kicked around. But again, having that ability to have the knowledge to understand your finances is going to be crucial to all this. Pensions, big issue. The budget, 2023 budget, sorted out the lifetime allowance issue. Whether it's sorted out for the future, again, it will be a political decision of whoever comes in post the election. Annual allowance has been adjusted, but it hasn't gone away. And it's still an issue for some higher earners. And whilst you know the general public might not sympathise with higher earners getting tax relief on pensions, and nor perhaps does the government sympathise with that. Actually, it's, you know, it's really important because it's a really important benefit for NHS professionals to have. And if we take that benefit away from people, they are less incentivized to work in the NHS. As simple as that. I've been a, you know, a long-standing campaigner on trying to get the annual allowance changed. It's taken an awful long time. It's heading in the right direction, but it's still not quite fixed. So pension issues are still there. But even, you know, if you took the tax issues away from pensions, understanding your pension is crucial. You know, everyone does want to retire at some point. I know we'd all love to do our jobs forever more, but actually, you know, a lot of us are looking at some point to retire, maybe a long way away for some, but maybe quite near for others. And actually understanding your pension and making those right decisions along the way is really important. Yeah, absolutely. I think the common theme is just, you know, getting the right information and education. And I think about it like how we talk to our patients in terms of consent. You know, we give the patient all the information and explain the procedure so that they can make an informed decision. And that's really what this is all about. So I'm really excited to get started. We've got so much to do. We're working on so much already. I mean, as a final sort of wrap up question, you know, you've worked at I think it's the biggest accounting firm in the world, but one of the biggest firms in the world. How does working there compare to your first few weeks working at Medics Money, the difference between a tiny organization and a massive organization? I mean, luckily, I came from a small organization originally. So my original firm, Hall Liddy, uh, when I joined them, I think there were about 12, 15 of us at the time something like that. So it was a very much a small firm. I then moved into a larger organization, Mazars, who aren't the biggest accounting firm in the world, but they're certainly in the top 10 in the UK and a very big European-based firm. And then I've come back to Medics Money, which is just Ed, 
you and Matthew, which is even smaller than I've ever worked in previously. The joy of small companies are they are very agile. You make decisions, you agree decisions, you move on. You don't spend an awful lot of time talking about things because you either agree or you don't agree and you move on quite quickly. You know, downsides are that when some idiot has a bit of a DIY accident at the weekend and gets put into hospital for a week, you are down a person and you have to sort of run around and cover that gap, which we did do over that period. I hope you're recovering now, Tommy. I don't think anyone would have noticed. Honestly, I don't think anyone would have noticed. Like... To the outside world, everything appeared to just continue seamlessly. But yeah, I was out of the game in a big way. For, and I'm you know, still not back to full power. And I think that's one thing I'm quite proud of, actually, because, yeah, we are a small organization, but we've been working hard recently on scaling. And, you know, it sounds really boring. Uh, and I'm sure you had enough of this at your big organization. But just getting, you know, procedures and policies in place so that things can happen without you know, if somebody does go down, is a key part to sort of keeping the business going. So I was pretty happy with how, I mean, you guys did amazing without me, arguably you don't need me. And I don't think anyone would have noticed from the outside world, the service level stayed the same, the wheels kept moving. So I was really happy with that. But I think it's going to be really good to get your wisdom having run a larger organization on how we can make ourselves, you know, more robust. And I don't really want to become massive, but we are getting larger. It's a fact of life. You said it was just me, you, Ed and Matthew, but actually we've also got Sane, we've got Syra, we've got Russ and we've got Max as well now who are working on some of the projects as well. And we've also got our web development team and everything like that. So that's quite a few people, which is kind of scary. Yeah, it's, it's something great. I mean, one of the useful, you know, going into a big organization, yeah, you know, there are benefits of working in a big organization. They are a lot more system led, which, you know, as my former colleagues will tell me, did drive me mad at times, but you know, we got over it. But actually, they have some very good procedures. They have some very good, clear strategies for the teams to work with. And taking some of that stuff and applying it to Medics Money will be useful. I think some of those things you've already brought to Medics Money, which has been really useful. So obviously, you're doing a lot public facing that everyone can see, but also doing great work behind the scenes to just help us build our business. And the aim really is just to help as many people as possible to make better financial decisions. So yeah, I remember when you approached us saying like, you know, with this work, it took me and Ed at least five seconds to decide that this was a great idea. I'm so glad that you are joining us. It's going to really increase our capabilities. And I mean, you're going to be hearing more from you very soon. So last thing, welcome to the team. Thanks so much for joining us and really looking forward to working closer together as we continue on our mission to help doctors, dentists, nurses and other healthcare professionals make better financial decisions. Take care, Andy. Yeah. Right here. See ya.